Episode 107. The moon with the rebel base will be in range in 30 minutes. 30 minutes. Every time Catherine revved up the microwave, I'd piss my pants and forget who I was for a half hour or so. It's 30 minutes away. I'll be there in 10. I'll be there in 10. Is this a five minute argument or a full half hour? You have 30 minutes to move your car. Your car. You have 30 minutes to move your cube. Your cube. You are listening to a half hour wasted. This is the best we can do. And now, here are your hosts, Brad Milo and Frank A. Rincon. And so we met Dan from San Antonio at the Dallas Comic Con today. Sure did. Bill wasn't able to go, but Bill, work out. But he he gave us something, mm-hmm. and one of them is for you. And I'm going to hand it to really? you right now. What that is, is this? from Dan in San Antonio. It is a Sweet. little necklace with a Dr Pepper. Look uh, at that <laughs> bottle cap. Uh, we all got one. See, dude, that's Bill's opening it. I am opening it. And, you know, I, I would love to say that, you know, we'd get to hear from Dan later on in the show, but that would be an impossibility. You would be a liar. Yes. If you said that. Because, Dude, Dan, I forgot to change the recorder from line in to to voice in, and none of that conversation we had was recorded. We had the most scintillating conversation <laughs> with Dan from San Anne. You look uh-huh. good in that. You look good in that. Uh, I feel. Belt. I feel good in this, Dan. This is you a way for good me work, to get sir. Dr. Pepper without having to drink it. <laughs> do good. So you should oh, that's drink nice. it also, and then you could double down. So just be good Dan for you. Said like the smartest thing I've ever heard anybody ever say in the history of saying See, things. Now I do wish I'd been there, but we can't but play it. I'm kidding because it doesn't exist anywhere. I wish I'd been there anyway. I know. Well, you know what? So what did he say? Well, you tease me. That is kind of like that joke that kills people from Monty Python. Oh, <laughs> man. You'll never know. Well, I took a couple uh, semesters of German in high school, so try me. Um, no. <laughs> You're really pulling the uh-huh. pulling the joke I'm, I'm, yeah. like out I'm, from under itself, and you're going to – it's not funny. Dang it. Yeah, we go, Bill. I, um, go. I do have to watch that because – I will let the comedy bell expire on you. The comedy bug? No, it's the it's the comedy bell. Oh, it, it's my personal theory that uh, that that every comedian, whether good or bad, uh-huh. has a bell on their head. And when you're telling a joke or you're trying to work through some comedic routine of some sort, at some point there's a little ding that goes off in the back of your head that says, "Okay, the joke is not going to be funny at this point or at any point after." And so you should just kind of let it go. Um, because uh, the comedy bell has rung, and uh, that joke is about to fall flat and maybe take you down with it. You know, uh, today Funny. on, on a, um, um, oh, it's it's some radio show. They were talking about skits that, that they did. We were talking about things that didn't go the way they were planned. Okay. And, <laughs> and I, I was going to say that. <laughs> and um, <laughs> when the Beatles appeared on Ed Sullivan for the uh-huh. first time, this comedy troupe came out and they did a, a bit which failed. Miserable. Oh no! 
And so they played it 40 years later, and they watched, and they had to relive that. And it was kind of neat. Was it the parrot sketch? No, it, it was, uh, I was, I was half listening. What was it, the Smothers Brothers or something? The, no, audience, the audience was like. Yeah, oh, that's what they thought. Oh, that's too bad. So they put the comedy act on after the Beatles, huh? Uh, before the Beatles. Oh, okay. I okay. think they, they were to act right before the Beatles. Okay, so I guess that the people, there was some anticipation over the Beatles being on the show. Yeah. There was, there was a heckler in the audience. You could hear him. He was all, oh, no. he, yeah, he was all like, <laughs> you people are dorks. <laughs> yeah. Those are uh, wise words spoken there. So you want to talk about our sponsor? Yes, and you know what? I made an executive decision. I'm no longer using the Daft Punk music because... Okay. I don't want to have to thank Daft Punk. Yeah, okay. Because thanking Limp Biscuit is kind of our thing. Right. That makes sense. So, I found a loophole. Oh? I'm going to use a karaoke version. You're going to use a 6.9 second sample of it. No, I'm going to use a karaoke version of another popular song and okay. favorite of mine. Okay. But because it's not the actual recording. Are we going to have to sing along with it? No. Okay. I don't have to thank uh, them. So, excellent. you know what I mean? I do know what you mean. All right. This is our new sponsor. I like your thinking. You could do a lot worse than that. You know what that is? Bro. Can you tell what this is? Listen. You know what that is? Oh, it's genius. Um, Yeah, it's the the Cosby song. (laughs) The Cosby. No, I don't know. No, well, it's like, clearly, you clearly Coolio. I'm about to ruin the image and the style that you used to. I look <laughs> yes. funny. But, yo, I'm making money. So you see, yo, world, I hope you're ready for me. Now gather around. I'm All right. a fool in town. And my sound's laid down by the underground. Ooh. It's um <laughs> the Humpty Dance. Beautiful. Oh, man. That, yeah. Oh, yeah. That's our new sponsor music. But it's not the real You know what I love about dance. that Humpty Dance? dance? The lead singer is the only other person I've ever known who actually wears a fake nose and glasses. <laughs> and I love that. You mean other than you? <laughs> uh, uh, so you knew someone else that wore yes. Groucho Marx? His name is Steve. Martin. <sighs> okay. Say. Our sponsor is That's DCB Service. Discount Comic Book Service. Discount comic book service? Discount comic book service. Discount comic book service. Um, you get, like, major discounts on your comic books and anything and everything in previews, mm-hmm. catalog. They can send it to your destination of choice. You get that discount whether you like it or not, and why you wouldn't like it is beyond me. January solicitations are up and ready for you. They have been for a while. Fantastic. Ready for you to... Uh, but it's never too late. So are we finally going to get... They take late uh, orders. So we might finally be able to order uh, Legion of Three Worlds at issue three. I mean, that would be impossible. Okay. Yeah, not yet. All right. They have the George is still Daredevil on by Ed Brubaker, Michael Lark. George is getting angry. Volume one hardcover. It's 40% off at $44.99. And the Ultimates by Mark Miller yep. and Brian Hitch, Omnibus. Yes. I guess it's both. How cool. Oh, oh way. Um. <laughs> I, had, I didn't have a chance to like loop the whole thing. Okay, good. Um, I was just trying to fill there for you. The ultimate uh, hum- omnibus hardcover is like it's ultimate volumes one and two. Just volumes the, one the, and two. Well, just the like, Millar hitch. Yeah. Okay. Not this third Jeff Loeb ultimate three or Loeb whatever. Madeira. Right. And that's fifty percent off for fifty bucks. So that's, uh, that's pretty sweet. That's a really good 
That's a really good book. I've got the four trades. Um, yeah. I've got the two big hardcovers. Yeah, see, that would With be the awesome. eight-page spread. Does oh. your trade have the eight-page spread in it? I don't think so. Really? I've got them back there. No, actually, I've got them right there. Yeah. I think that, that second Ultimates 2 trade Pull has an eight-page spread in it, doesn't it? Let me just what find. Luckily, I keep these in alphabetical and chronological order. Why would you do lying. that? All right, so go yeah. to bcbservice.com. Uh, yeah. And oh don't forget goodness. about the Legion of Dudes every uh, Thursday dude. on this feed where they explore your favorite graphic novel. That they're looking in spread. It's so beautiful. <laughs> Legion I'm so of Dudes. Lonely. Legion of Dudes every is it, Thursday. Is it in the trade? Yes, it is. Where they explore no. your favorite, favorite, favorite graphic novels. Yeah, we, we got it. We want to thank got you. It. I'm working Discount on. Uh, comic book I'm working service. on a bunch of uh, sound bites from Uncle Teen Hunger Force of Carl. And if I'm in theory, we could make a prank <laughs> phone call with Carl. Oh, a soundboard? Uh, yeah. Okay. Hey, this is Carl. That'll so be fun. The trick is to find someone who's actually never heard of it. Like, oh, maybe, you know what? Maybe you're dead. Speaking dad. of Carl, I may have shown this to you already, Brad, but Let's I was. Go I, this I've thing. been reading Light this. this candle. Um, my showcase, my Booster Gold showcase. Uh-huh. There's a character in there that looks just like Carl. Really? I mean, <laughs> sweatpants, <laughs> the white beater. And the mustache and, and the drawstrings. Yes, and flip-flops. That's awesome. Oh, wow. i got to show it to you. He's just in a couple panels, but... That sounds like an Easter it's egg. It's Carl. That's pretty awesome. <laughs> well, but, but, I mean, this was written in the 80s, so... Oh, really? Yeah. Good maybe, heavens. Maybe... Is that Booster Dave Gold? Dave Willis and Matt Malaro are Booster Gold fans. Maybe. That would be a very obscure character, but still, it would it be sure great. Would. It would not. It sure would. So, we went to Dallas Comic Con. Not yet. Not yet? Mail call! Oh, we got mail. Oh. Yeah, um, we got an email from a friend of ours, okay. Steve Szynski. Yes. Yes, says, we know Steve. Listening to the episode 102, good stuff, guys. This is the best show for anyone with ADD. LMAO. Okay. O-G-O. I-M-H-O. Colon parentheses. I it. Well, I know it's in here somewhere. L A A O L A M A O I M H O colon parentheses. Anyway, Steve, you got a great you got a great mix on the sound effects. By the way, this episode, Steve um, apparently likes our stuff. He says, uh, "I said, hey, do you listen often? Uh, if not, why did you choose that one?" He said, "I don't listen often. Just randomly picked one hundred two. Love the banter between you three. Pretty funny." Wow. I'll Thanks, teach Steve. him. That, that'll get old after a couple episodes, but hey, you know what? We're glad to have him while it lasts. Yeah. Okay, yeah, we went to the the Dallas Comic Con today, and you know what? I'm so jealous. I think it's stretching it by calling it a comic convention. Well, it's the only one we got. I know. Now that Wizard World's been amazing, canceled, isn't it? I mean, I, yeah. Dadgum Wizard, what what are you doing over there? I'm showing him a picture from it. I'll show you oh, a few of it. Oh, nice. Those are good costumes. I was yeah. at the... Oh, yeah, the hot girl and, and Barbara uh, Gordon. Yeah. Or, who's the who's the one in the uh, in the, the smock? Funny story about her, and uh-huh. we'll, we have an interview with these girls, but um, let me quickly describe them. Uh, there's a cat, cat woman. Which is a... That is an awesome costume. There is a hawk... Girl. That hot girl is an awesome costume. There is an oracle in a wheelchair. Green. That was pretty. Okay. Yeah, and in fact, I'm pu- I'm pushing her. Uh-huh. And then this young lady we can't is... see enough for me to give that the awesome tag. <laughs> uh, this young lady right here is Harley Quinn, but she's in an Arkham medical <laughs> <Okay>. uniform. <laughs> oh yeah. Now I 
I don't want to give away anything. It's in the interview as to why she's wearing that and not her Harlequin, okay. Harley Quinn outfit, and and the interview will explain why. That amuses me. <clears throat> so um, it was a, those a, are some cool costumes, man. Thing. I'll post a, a we'll post a picture. Okay. Yeah, Brad. I mean, uh, overall, what did what did you do? You think was it worth ten bucks to go in? Well, considering the fact that I was only there for three hours, mm-hmm. and you saw everything, <laughs> and I I saw the whole thing. Okay. Let me put it this way: If I hadn't have made 115 bucks by oh. selling some old Marvel and DC figures, then it, then it would not have been worth it. Okay, um, that's Jeez, right. Uh, I found a, a box full of uh, old. <laughs> <laughs> that's right. I'm I sorry. found the box. That's right. I made money. I'm sorry. Just fight the way you said it. That's right. That's right. Desperately trying to find things to sell in here, and uh, I'm trying. to... Desperately trying to find things to say in the show. <laughs> I did. Um, I've done that too. I sold my Ninja Turtle slash Star Trek action, uh, action figures I had a That's long time an odd ago. Combination. It, it, I thought it would bring in some money. I think I got fifteen bucks for them all. Wow. For all four. But wow. but you had you and your daughter had bins. Yeah, I had like two thirty big bins, gallon bins. Two wow. big bins that were in my closet, and I had. <clears throat> I had several of the Marvel Icons figures, you know, like the 12-inch figures. Um, I kept Green Hulk, Gray Hulk, and Spider-Man and sold Captain America, Thor, Doctor Doom, Iron Man, Venom. And then I had two the same size figures, but they weren't official Marvel Icon Mm -hmm. figures. They were just like big, like it was a a line of Spider-Man figures, but... Mm -hmm. There was a, a big Spider-Man, uh, a, a black and white costume, and then a Daredevil. And then I had several little Marvel Legends figures, Luke Cage, uh, uh, the Iron Fist. Iron Fist. Iron Fist um, Daredevil. He w- had, and he came with like a, a perch like on the side of a building that, mm-hmm. in front of a stained glass that he could stand on. <clears throat> there was lots of cool stuff, but, you know, I hadn't looked at it in two years, and I thought, I just need to – I'm starting to get to that point in my life where I need to just get rid of stuff. Yeah. Okay. And so I sold that stuff for $115, and it wasn't about – really really wasn't about making money off of it. It was yeah. getting it out, and if I could get something out of it, great. Man. Well, I ended up – you know, it paid for me and Ashley to get in the place. It paid for some – couple of small things for ashley mm. hot dogs <laughs> no hot dogs okay it paid for um t-shirt two, two custom made t-shirts cool that, that we got um and i have to go back and pick them up tomorrow but oh boy the uh, there was this company um do you have their card yeah i think right i have if you don't have it i do it, uh, they had this really neat machine that would just you could give them the image, okay. and their computer would just spray it on their on their uh, on a shirt. Oh, how cool! Texas Threadworks Incorporated, TexasThreadworks.com. I wonder if I've seen those up. guys at like Grapevine Mills Mall. Or you might have. The you, I'm sure up, you have, because um, I've run and I've looked in one of those T-shirts and kind of thought to myself, "That's a cool idea." Mm-hmm. I used to, I actually used to do that uh, back when I was in high school. Uh, we did it once or twice. Um, uh, we'd come up with a uh, our own logo design, mm-hmm. and uh, um, we did. I'd I'd do some original art and take it to the uh, the sporting goods shop across the street from the high school and have them uh, run off, uh, you know, five or ten, and it'd cost you, you know, like I think we were uh, we had uh, hoodie hoodie t- uh, hoodie sweatshirts 
um, with a single color on it, um, and they were like, it's like twenty two bucks for each you know, sweatshirt with the yeah. with the image on it. These t shirts were twelve bucks mm-hmm. that we bought. Greatness, and uh, they had lots of cool things. Like they had a yellow shirt with the monkey Curious George on nice. it, <laughs> but he had the the Joker, the Heath Ledger Joker makeup. And oh on the underneath God. him, it said, why so curious? <laughs> <laughs> it was a really cool shirt. Yeah, it was very nicely done. <laughs> it was a really cool shirt. Uh. And then there was a, another one that uh, had Gollum, like a face shot of Gollum, face and neck. And he had the Heath Ledger Joker. Okay. And it said, why so precious? Nice. Nice. And uh, Ashley pointed at oh, a shirt. That... She goes, I want that one. And it was a white shirt with black letters. And it said, MTF. B-W-Y, just six letters mm. across it. And I looked at it, and I was like, what is that? What is that? <laughs> and Ashley goes, <laughs> Ashley goes, yeah. She says, Daddy, it's May the Force Be With You. I was like, oh, that's cool. I'll take two of those, please. <laughs> yeah. Black shirts, white letters, yeah. double X, and an adult small for her. And that was the cool thing about it is that, you know, Brad could have gotten a black shirt with gray letters or, yeah. or you know, oh, a gray okay. shirt with black. I mean, whatever he wanted, they could do it. They said it took about 30 minutes. Yeah, we had to leave. I had to get Ashley home for babysitting. She had to babysit, so I'm going to run by. and I'm not going to pay 10 bucks to get back in the show tomorrow just to pick these shirts up. All right. So they gave me a card, and I'm going to call the number and tell them I'm out front, and they're going to deliver the shirts out to me. That's excellent. But um, there was was, um, lots of toy vendors, and I asked a lot of the vendors, hey, you want to buy some used stuff? And a lot of them weren't buying used stuff. Because they said, you know, we haven't been to that many shows. Okay. Cash flow is not as strong. And now that Wizards canceled, yeah. you know, i got to watch what I'm doing. So That's just, that's crazy. Where What outlet are these uh, these poor Texas uh, vendors going to have now? Is there still a Wizard World Houston? There never was a Wizard World Houston. Okay. So, no. <laughs> yeah. The answer so to that guess, question uh, is no. Yeah, so I guess Wizard World Abilene is probably out then. <laughs> yes. Um, did you buy any books? <laughs> I didn't buy a single book. Here's what I got. And I'll kind of pass it around. You can just oh, talk the, about it. Wizard guy, World Mineral Wells, Dead on Arrival. Yes. Yeah. The, the guy that um, that I sold all my action figures to, we, we circled back around. Okay. And Ashley goes, Daddy, look, he's got that Punisher Mighty Mug that you need. Oh. And so I said, all right. And it was a Toys R Us exclusive. And the other vendors that had them were selling them for like 20 or 25 Jeez. And so I said to the guy, I said, how much are you selling that Punisher Mighty Mug for? And he looks at it, and he goes, oh, hey, man, he recognized me. He goes, for you, 15. So Dig considering it. the normal Mighty Mugs were 10, Yeah. you know, so I, I got the Punisher Mighty Mug. Yeah. I, you know, I could have gotten the Jigsaw Mighty Mug, which was, but it was ugly, so I said, no, nah, I don't know. Yeah. So what goes in the Mighty Mug? You have, like, hot chocolate only or if you, soup only, or something? Only if you drill a hole in their head. Huh. I can do that. So what? Oh we yeah, you got to take care of that wanna, right yeah, now. If you just want to go through it and just pick some stuff up, um, there is a probably the 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 you know there weren't twenty five cent bins, but there were three for a dollar bins. Okay. And so I just kind of went around. The guy had tons Inflation of books. And all. Um, I think I got a whole bunch of C- DC Secret Origins. That's awesome. I got a very old Commandy. I've never read Commandy. It's like issue. What issue is it, Brad? It's Number like 27. 27. Commandy just thought they'd pick it up. 25 cents. And that's just such classic Jack Kirby. Yeah. And, and right now. Edited, written, and drawn by Jack Kirby. Yeah, and, and he did that, you know, his pretty much his entire run at DC was yeah. pretty much just it was the Jack Kirby show. I mean, mm-hmm. all that stuff with. He didn't ink this, but. Uh, Vince Coletta? D. Bruce Berry. Okay. 
Because obviously Vince Coletta was the man who inked uh, almost all his other stuff, the Forever People. And hey, I'm going to read. I'm going to read the, New the top on. of the thing like you did okay. earlier. I'm going to read it uh, at the very top of page one of, of Commandy. The cover just came right off. Okay, Sorry. yeah, it was, it was already Apes there. and tigers fight for dominion over the land. Dolphins and killer whales battle for dominion over the seas. In what was once Canada, <clears throat> God, that hurts my throat. <laughs> What? Say Canada? Frank, take over. No, trying to do the... He spoke French-Canadian. Help to do him. The, in we, a world. In what was once Canada, gym to do it. a hothouse effect <laughs> has created a new world, the dominion of the devils. And why not? It's our world, A.D., after disaster. The world of Commandy. After disaster. That's like, uh, it's it's very alliterative. It's kind of like flip After disaster. flip a dipper. Um, and I'm just going like, to go out on like record Inspector and Detector. say, if I never see fans. another Jack Kirby drawing again, I'll be happy. You know, I um, can't deal with he it. He fascinates me. I um, I prefer Jack. I Jack Kirby's his art is kind of, I don't know, it's kind of hard to get used to. But I prefer his art over like Steve Ditko. If you're talking about yeah, like the, the original to, Mighty Marvel, you know, kids, if I had to choose one or the yeah. other, I don't know, man. Well, that's a hard choice because they both hurt my eyes. Well, and his <laughs> art. His art becomes a lot more stylized um, uh, later in his career, especially when he gets to D.C. But, you know, his art, um, like if I was to whip out uh, one of my Fantastic Four essentials, um, you know, the art would not be that um, that aggravating, I don't think. I always love the, the Jack Kirby character looking yeah. straight at the camera with the head just tilted a little bit. Yes. With the, with the, sometimes the mouth is open. Uh-huh. It's always open and tilted just slightly. Yeah. Still the classic look. Yeah, because, I mean, see, just, just flip through. Just take a little tiny flip through that. That is not, that's not crazy, outrageous, nutty. That's, no, compared, that's Jack Kirby. To, compared to that D, DC stuff. Yeah, he's he's checking out uh, Central Fantastic Four Volume Five right now. This is do, this issue. is very doable, very yeah. readable, very look at addable. Yeah, and I but, just I I really like his art, and and I don't mind uh I don't mind his very stylized. It just and I couldn't if every comic book was drawn by Jack Kirby, I would go insane. <laughs> but it's it's really cool. You know, it's kind of like Grant Morrison. You know, it's like. If Grant Morrison wrote every comic, uh, people's heads would explode, you know, all across well, the planet. I mean, planet. thank God for diversity in the in the, yeah. uh, in the comic book world. Yeah, I mean, the world needs Jeff Johns and, you know, Matt Fraction and et all. So know, I'm going to go to the truck and get that, Okay, my big thing. I saw this okay. and I was like, I just made 115 bucks. I can afford to buy this because it's just it was free. the coolest. It basically was free. Good heavens. You know what I mean? Good heavens. I mean, I paid for it, but in the long run... Yeah, it didn't cost as much oh, as the right. money yes. I got from. Yes. Okay, so I'm okay. going to go get that real quick. See, okay. you made a couple. Uh, you made a couple bucks off the deal. No, so, he's, he's not um, answering already. I've gotten um, some I secret origins. He dude. He's out. I and, hope he comes back. Oh, he'll come back. I don't know, man. If we hear a, if he uh, can get out. Just, uh, just there you go, good man. And this one, I'm kind of like I've never read any House of Mystery. This is House of Mystery number. Uh, I'm kind of waiting to hear tires screeching out there. Of course, he did leave his equipment, so he's got to yeah. come back. Oh, for he'll it. come back for that. He um, loves his computer. He's I think one of my favorite. I like the Commandy, and I like I like the. Oh, I didn't even realize this is issue two of Karate Kid. Yeah, this is the Karate Kid, who of course uh, uh, the Legion Karate Kid in his uh, his his uh, uh, black pants, uh, white boots, uh, white shirt with the yellow piping, and the Doctor Strange uh, collar. Collar, yeah, yes. that wonderful big giant collar. And you know, it's odd because uh, uh, for me personally, being such a Legion head, um, I uh, preferred when I was a kid. It was like cool uniform, but now I greatly prefer that 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 single. Uh, basically, it's a form fitting gi that he mm-hmm. wore in the early days. Just that kind of brown, uh, that brown gi. 
Yes. So, excellent. Brad didn't take that long, and he did come back. See, I told you. But this is cool, man. You've got a uh, House of Mystery yeah. issue 246. A lot of stuff I've never read and just, eh, 33 cents. Come on, man. No doubt. I, how You can't go wrong with that. Okay, here's the uh, Punisher. It's always mug. interesting to uh, go back and look at. Th- oh, man. That's Comes cool. with a gun. And face tattoos, apparently. Oh, no, it's shading. Shading. You know, he's grimacing. Chuck he's not. He is not happy. No, he's it not. It doesn't look a thing like Thomas Jane either. You know the, uh, you know those uh, uh, superhero squad? That's cool. Man. Like the, remember the Sentry and Spider-Man that I got from oh, Sean Oh, yeah, Park? yeah. There's a Punisher um, a superhero yeah. squad, and he, he, he kind of looks like he's smiling. Yeah, he, yeah. Sweet. He's holding the gun, but he's happy. <laughs> I think I'd love to have the Galactus. That's awesome. All right, look, this is. Galactus is cool. I had to have this. Whoa. Open it up. I'm very considering oh it. Well, it's already open on the bottom, but the legs, the woman was saying it's twice wow. as big as what it actually is. 18 yeah, inches. Fully, well, no, this is, this is, uh, I asked about that because no. this is 18 inch scale action figure, but okay. on the back it says almost 22 inches tall. Holy. And I said, what does that mean? And he said, well, if they had made a yeah. line of, of action figures uh, in okay. addition to this, yeah. that the humans... Would have been 18 inches tall, okay. whereas this would have towered over them. Okay. Okay, it was based <laughs> on an 18-inch scale. Yeah, okay. But this particular one was Jeez. 20. So it's alien. I'm, I'm looking at the, um, through the plastic, I'm looking at the articulation, and, and I, I don't mean the moving parts. I mean the, the detail, I guess, yeah. The it's a alien fully articulated action figure with bendable tail and extendable inner, inner, jaw. inner jaw from the first movie. Yeah. It's the one with the see-through skull, you know? Yes. What are you queuing up over there? Oh, I just it's just it's nothing. It's just I'm probably not gonna find it anyway. Okay. So, uh, but um it's uh I'm not sure when this was when this was manufactured. <laughs> when was this manufactured? Oh here we go. Two thousand eight. This was made last year. Dude. Wow. This is new. Wow. And wow, I, that... I I am not you know, upset and, at all about paying that much for it right and, there. And it's not like uh, there's there an secret? alien movie on the horizon. They just made that because it's say that? super cool. $45? No. Huh? Yeah, $45. Okay. Sure, why not? I, I, paid, <laughs> I paid $45 for this. <laughs> yeah. But considering I made 115 from selling that other mm-hmm. stuff. And and I said, you know, the lady obviously thought, okay, well, they're going to think, well, you know, how does it fit in this box? Well, that's because the legs aren't even attached. Yes, okay. And, mm-hmm. you know, it's like two feet tall once you get all of this attached. And you know <laughs> how the alien has those, like, pipes coming out of yeah. the back and stuff? Ugh. He those says, you, that's all out. in there. You can attach all that together. And the jaw comes out, and it looks like it's um, translucent and stuff. Mm, yes. I'm very excited to put this together. My favorite alien? Three minutes to minimum safe distance. <laughs> Stop. <laughs> Kills me. That just kills me. That was on that last uh, season. That season six. Uh-huh. It was on that. The one you got for thirteen bucks. Yeah. Yeah. It was. Uh, I didn't realize it was that fresh of a of an episode. But um, that kills me. I love that. Dude, that shirt is awesome. Yeah, I found this. Get this. Awesome. It's Star. I'm not sure what language this is. It's either Chinese or Japanese or yeah. Korean or one of uh-huh. those Junbob languages. Hey, look at these. Yeah. 
It's <laughs> <laughs> kind of what that shirt says. Chinese, Japanese, <laughs> Korean. Look at these. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but it's a Star Wars, and, and I'm sure something down here says Star Wars. But anyway, um, so at Kohl's, Kohl's, by the wow, way, is a okay. great, great place for guys to get clothes in my opinion it's one of it's, the best it's a uh, good for quippy t-shirts certainly yeah and and <laughs> and good prices on on yes. jeans and nice shirts and shoes so i get all my shoes from kohl's yeah i had a gift card from kohl's for christmas okay so i went to we'll edit that out um no we won't i went to kohl's <laughs> and bought some cool chuck taylor high tops okay that were different than anything I've seen. I think I showed you last time I was yeah. here. And I saw this shirt, and I said, huh, got to put well, that in there, too. That. So when I get home, I look at the um, the receipt, and uh-huh. I realize the lady did not even ring this T-shirt up. Oh, free no t-shirt. way. Free shirt, man. Free, free shirt day. Nicole's. Yeah. That's awesome. It's pretty awesome. Maybe she it? liked you. It's uh, That is classic uh, art that looks like it's coming straight from artwork from the first movie. Oh, my gosh. You just pulled up. It's the Cole Police. Brad, run! <laughs> they just it's, heard that. It's Mr. Cole. He's coming for you. <laughs> Why are you giving me my fourteen kids? Um, so the alien action I would figure love to was have, my my big deal. I would love to have a translation of uh, your shirt. Well, maybe um, maybe it probably I'll, says some assembly required. Honorable Luke Skywalker, battle honorable Darth Vader. Han Solo son. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe it doesn't. I don't know. Kabuki. Mushi I need mushi. to. Uh, I need. I need to put um, a picture of it up on the web and say, "What is this?" Yes. We'll mm. ask June Bob. Mm. I'm sure he knows. I mean, come again. Well, I mean, surely he can read whatever language that is. I mean, was it Mandarin or regular Chinese or Japanese? Or <laughs> what was Vietnamese, regular Chinese, and Taiwanese? And, and offended and. And hurt. I'm I'm not trying to offend. I'm merely trying to get some information. That's all. Say hi to your mother for me, okay? What are well, you doing over there? I don't know. What are you doing, Frank? Fixing cables. He's taking band-aids I'm off, I'm fixing cables. So what was your um what was your take on the whole show? I mean it was, uh, it was you know, okay. It gets smaller and smaller and Well, actually this one I, I, I thought was pretty good. It it um it did lack um a lot of comic there, there wasn't a lot of variety. There were some big names there. Was it lively? Yeah, yeah. How? We in fact we we got a very nice nice uh, interview with um, Howard Chaykin. Howard Chaykin. We'll hear that in a minute, right? Mm-hmm. Um, Which was interrupted, but that's okay. Tim Bradstreet oh, cool. was hey, there. Um, Thomas Jane, the Punisher. From for the, the un- for the uninitiated, like um, well, okay, like me, um, I recognize the name Howard Chaykin for darn sure. I'm just trying to remember where I've heard his name from. What was he known for? American flag? Is that what he's known for? I'll tell you what. Yes. Okay, Howard Chaykin, and you know, I I wish I'd uh, I wish I'd remembered G's, because right? I could have yeah. I could have brought all my uh, all my American flags because I have almost all of them. He, um, what did he? There was he's, an interview with him a while back. Taste. Okay, uh, where he <laughs> talks like about how he because they just reissued all you know all the American flags, and I think they they redid some of the inking on it because nice. the inking on it's very sketchy. Okay, um, should I Apparently. play these interviews that you did? Uh, yeah, before did I talk about Mike Schwartz? Yet not on the show. Uh, you called him all flash. kinds of names before the show. Yeah, before the show, because uh-huh. um, he well that Mike Schwartz, he does Oceanverse, but he sent me he, he wanted me to to remind everyone or tell everyone that um, a collected version of of the web comics is coming out really soon. Cool, and awesome. uh, just check. It. He's a friend of the show. Oceanverse Mike Oceanverse dot com. 
Was it uh, .com or George. .net? Oh, I'll check out right look, um, now. I don't know why I'm thinking .net. You don't have to look that closely. Those banners are usually the top of the, uh, the forum yeah. pages. Is that right? Yes. Are they on uh, the Half Hour Wasted website also? Um, Sometimes. Yeah, we don't this control that. random, so. isn't it? Yeah. Hey, is you it, know, since you brought up the forum, .com, yes. I'm going to pull it up. Is this .com? Yeah. I'm going to pull it up and, and read a couple of uh, of the who are you. You know, like new listeners, you know, cool. they'll tell us who they are or whatever. So, you know, we'll do that. I'll keep it open and we can do that um, after a while. Mm. Um, hey, did you see issue two of Mimes has started being published on their on Mimes website yeah they they posted something on our on the forum about that i'm looking good <laughs> all I'm right looking good in that that comic harold's doing me justice all right so harold jennett is uh flattering harold mr brad Jed. milo Jed. oh that reminds me i have something Hello, else to play for harold you the other day i took you know what i think steve was right about this being a good show for those with add i mean <laughs> it works with me i know the other day, I took my brother and his wife uh, to the airport in the morning. Okay. Um, Waiting for the punchline. They were going to Jamaica. Um, yes. So I put together a a little... Uh, I'm going to bring it back some. ...an audio file for them. Okay. And um, obvi- I obviously didn't come up with this idea on my own. I took I took a, a cue from Glenn Quagmire from... from uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Family yeah. Guy. So here I'm I'm gonna play this. But listen to this. Oh, I have my volume turned down on the media player. No. Here we go. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. This is your captain, Brad Milo. Uh we're looking at about a thirty five to forty minute flight time today. Uh we've got clear skies, good visibility. The temperature at DFW is fifty one degrees. Uh I expect a bit of traffic congestion as we near the airport. We realize you have a choice in ground transportation, and we appreciate your choosing to travel with Milo Air. Flight attendants, uh, <laughs> please prepare for takeoff. Very nice. <laughs> so I'm, I watched the Quagmire thing a few times, you know, because uh-huh. I didn't put any giggity in yeah. there. But, uh, <laughs> that's funny. I'd like to think they would have gotten that. That's a nice touch. Uh, Where'd they go anyway? That's the great Jamaica. thing about being able to plug the iPod into the car stereo. Yep. That's that's man, I was so bummed. I've got the same. You've got it. Was a is a JVC head unit? You got? I think it's a Pioneer. Pioneer. Okay. You know, I don't have a car radio. Good. Oh. Good for you. Good for you. He needs a sad Good sound for effect for that. <laughs> well, my other one had a short in Get it, the, uh, and it's very unreliable, music. and it's just one of those things where it just. God, what happened? I don't know. I hit a speed man. bump. God. And and the day I was gonna go get a go get a new one, okay, um, layoffs happen. How could this happen to me? So I was just like, oh, I ain't getting a car, I ain't getting a car radio. Anymore. That stinks. What do you do? You put a boombox in the back seat. Nah, I just out. I I just wear my uh my, my, our little port the same portable radio you and I have. Yeah. I just listen to that in the morning. Yeah. So I'm one of those cool guys driving around with headphones. Wow. Yeah. It's really dangerous, Frank. Uh, it's kind of lame too. The ladies, they really like that. <laughs> they do. Hey, I'll, get, I'll give a you a dollar if you change your ringer to this on your cell phone. I hope they don't wasted. You know what? <laughs> I just decided I'm going to put that as the ringer for my brother when he calls oh, me on my phone. Of I've course. got I've got Robert Goulet. See, I would do that on my razor, but my razor keeps switching my ringtones on me. Yeah, tell him what. Uh, well, yeah, I called Bill. I called Bill yesterday uh-huh. and tell him what this ringer is came up. Pretty dang sad. I had. Uh, 
I had a couple of, I had one, I changed ringtones uh, for my pallies uh, quite a bit. And um, I had, let's see, uh, where is it? Um, so I can't even remember what I named these things. It has something to do with me having like 80 of them. Um, okay, I had this. <laughs> no! No, I am not the brain specialist! No! No, I am not! Yes! <laughs> okay, <laughs> so I had that, which I think is quite appropriate. And uh, instead, Brad calls me up, and uh, I think to myself, oh, my wife must be calling as this plays. <laughs> so, little unstable there. I uh, I almost answered the phone. Hey, honey, what's up? Hey, honey. Yeah. Um, this is what happens when my oh the light one. This is what happens when my brother calls. Dingle doggle, dingle doggle, someone's calling you. <laughs> so I think I'm going to change it to. Oh my god! I always thought that said dingle doggle, dingle doggle, dingle doggle. Too late. But someone's he says goulet. Goulet. Okay. Someone's calling you. Goulet. Wow, that's amazing, man. There's so many songs out there in popular culture that people misinterpret the lyrics to. And mm-hmm. that'd be one of them right there. Your phone is ringing. La-di-da-do, da-di-da-do-do. Your phone is ringing. La-di-da-do, da-da-da-do. I don't want to get off on a tangent here. Stuff like that. Because we haven't even talked about Final Crisis yet. Um, but, uh, we should do that for next was anybody Has anybody in the history of, of ever been a better fit on Saturday Night Live? Then Will Ferrell. I mean, Chris Farley, pretty awesome. Bill Murray, uh, maybe. Bill, Bill Murray, Murray was pretty I'd say good. Phil Hartman. Yeah, Phil Hartman Definitely was awesome. Fit that bill. Yeah, Daryl Hammond has been a loyal soldier for many years. Um, but say uh, what you will about him now, but Dana Carvey was just amazing on that he show. He was. Yeah, uh, I was. He was good. I was so whipped by the church lady, though. I mean, I just that I, that, 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 that had, got had so very old so fast. Yeah, for me. like the copy guy. Who was the copy guy? Rob Schneider. Yeah. Yeah, uh, it was funny the first you know four thousand times, and then after that, <laughs> yeah, it's it's interesting. But how that I mean that's the danger with franchises. With, out that's of the danger with like skits. skits like that, you mm-hmm. know. Well, it's it's the one note skit, and yeah. you know, okay, you can't keep running that one note in the ground. You've at least got to have some variations on a theme, if you will. And uh, some people don't know that. You know, I, I do think this is a good show for the ADD impaired. By the way. Impaired? Yeah. If you're ADD impaired, you would it mean that impairment. you could not get ADD? Oh, Frank, there you go, getting confusing again. Because <laughs> you bring it should up, be the ADD paired. You bring up important <laughs> philosophical points. I'm not prepared to answer right now. And it's not because I had it. It's, it's all those cupcakes, man. Why do we have cupcakes, by the way? Because I felt like it. There wasn't any other reason. It wasn't nope. like an occasion. Nope. I mean, I mean, it didn't have anything to do with like something that may have happened with, two days ago. It had nothing to do with Frank's birthday. Oh yeah, oh. it had nothing to do with. Yeah, we didn't even talk about you know, that. We didn't uh, about the band playing um, Todd Herzl's band. Sun oh yeah, Dog. so we were gonna. Um, Frank and I had talked about going to see the Sun Dogs. Nice uh, last night. I hear they're good. Um, well, they were. You should know because you went with me. Oh right, yes, those guys. And uh, Frank was gonna go, but he was. A little bit too involved with his birthday celebration. Yeah, Nancy, little Nancy was kind enough to organize something, but when she, 
kind of just threw it up on a Friday, and mm-hmm. that was just, right. okay. Yeah. So, you want to throw a party? But we ended up going out to the Bone. Mm-hmm. and uh, Deep Ellum's finest. Yeah, and they actually did um, really good. Uh, that's cool. Todd Hartzell was, yeah. um, what episode was uh, Todd on? He was, was on the, the A New Hope. Oh, that's right, Star Wars New Hope. A New Hope That's episode. right, you got the classic uh, Star Wars episode uh, four. Mm-hmm. Stink that we have to call it episode four nowadays. I think we've gone on a rant like Sorry, that at least once in the first hundred and five, hundred and six episodes. I, I don't mind calling it episode four. I kind of do. Why? I'm just a. I'm just That's a, what it was when we saw it the first time. Yeah, even I know, though it didn't say episode four the first yeah. time we saw it, yeah. it's still what it was as you found well, out three years later. It's the same way that it kind of um, it kind of makes me a tiny bit crabby that we have to refer to uh, Kirk and Spock and Uhuru and Scotty and those boys as. Star Trek, the original hey, series. Want to hear what my armpit sounds like? Okay. Listen. Okay. Doesn't make any noise. Wow. I just wow. thought that'd be interesting to see if it actually made a noise. Oh, that, that Where's could have the been cricket important. noise when uh... <laughs> well, see that's the thing. Brad's in charge of the soundboard, yeah. so okay, here, um, we're gonna have here, to this is the sound my, my brain makes. And then when Daddy, Daddy, Daddy <laughs> when uh June Bob starts talking to me and he's mm-hmm. like okay. telling me this story and then about two yeah. minutes in, uh this is all I hear. <laughs> and this can go on for a few minutes too, so God bless him. I love him, but the boy can tell a story. Oh, I love that. It's, so it should takes... we play these these interviews? From yeah. the uh, deal? Okay, I haven't heard these. I told the girls that they play it, so okay, um, they're self-explanatory as they go. You know, I think we could file this episode in with, you know, like on the... Mm-hmm. Miscellaneous? The, like the not-so-good episodes. Really? Yeah, I just feel... I kinda, hey, and this is Franklin Con coming to you live from the Dallas Comic-Con. I'm approaching the doors right now. Hey, I'm going to find some fantastic buys and talk to some amazing people. Here I go into the Dallas Comic-Con. Hi, I'm talking to Catwoman and Hawk Girl and Harley Quinn and there's Joker and um, Oracle and Green Lantern way over there. And I think you're just in costume, but there's actually more wine more to what you guys do, right? Oh, of course. This is Catwoman, by the way. Hello, darlings. <laughs> uh, first, before we go, uh, tell me about your costume first. Describe it. Make sense it's radio. Describe it. Well, um, I'm actually costuming the recent version of Catwoman, the all black with the goggles, which I absolutely love personally <laughs> um, and uh, our group actually has consisted of pretty much all of the rogues of Gotham and we're called the Rogue Coalition for all those out there. Do you have a website? Um, sadly enough not right now. We do have a MySpace though. Okay. Um, it's actually if you look up either the Rogues of Gotham or the Rogue Coalition it will come up but um, we consist of pretty much like I said all the, all the rogues of Gotham. And what is your organization what are you guys trying to do? Um, what we're trying to do, we're trying to actually pull together all the the geeks and all the, the fun nerds and everything like that, that love dressing up as a character and that love just the heart of the character and actually wanting to bring the life the character itself. And um, what we're doing, we're actually going to be um, doing get-togethers, doing appearances at birthday parties, and actually um, eventually do 
doing fan films. So, yeah, which will be a lot of fun. We're going to start filming here in about a year or so. Very cool, very cool. Let, let me talk to Hawk Girl here real quick. Okay, so now I'm talking to Hawk Girl here, who, um, you look great. Describe your costume for everyone. All right, I'm doing the Kendra Saunders version of Hawk Girl, which is the more recent one. She just joined the JLA and all that. Um, I made all my pieces, the yellow and the green, the midriff and the belts. Yeah, you went real midriff, by the way. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have my wings, but they're all computer or motorized <laughs> and servos and all sorts of technologically advanced things. And how'd you make your helmet? Um, it's actually cardboard and tape as the base, and then over that I put artist modeling paste, and then lots of smoothing, okay. Mod Podge, paint, things like that to it smooth it out. It looked very good. Now, uh, Harley Quinn, everyone always knows Harley Quinn as, as in a specific type of like adjust your outfit, but you're not. You're dressed like in scrubs, and you look like you've been beat up, and there's a reason why. Why, why are you dressed that way? Uh, well, uh, we were trying to portray the uh, part of Harley after the Jokers tried to kill her once more. So she is in her uh, Arkham uniform and uh, bandaged up and bruised. And uh, he has apologized with a giant lollipop. <laughs> but you have a cast. Now that cast is real, though. Yeah, That's the cast, why. The cast is real. I uh, tore the cartilage in my wrist. <laughs> so it took him you couldn't wear the traditional Harley costume. Yeah, I, do you have a traditional costume? Yes, I do. Mm-hmm. Yes, I've had, But it just wouldn't work. Yeah, it won't fit over the arm. It's it's just too big. So, yeah. Well, you guys did great. The guys look fantastic. Oh, thank um, you so much. And have fun with your uh, costume, uh, with your uh, with your films and stuff oh, like that. Oh, definitely. Thank cool. you so much. Right, you bet. Thank you. Yeah, I'm here talking to Howard Chicken. Howard, uh, pleasure to meet you. Welcome to Dallas. Thanks, man. I love this town. You know, I, ha- I haven't been here in three years, and uh, we, Mark and I finally found a date to come down. I'm just having a great time here. Great fans, great town, great food. <laughs> great. Have you had barbecue yet or anything? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah, well, come on, I'm in Texas, man, you know? <laughs> What's home for you, anyway? I live in a town called Ventura, which is about an hour north of Los Angeles, about an hour, a half hour south of Santa Barbara. We're a little beach town. A little, it's called the Hillbilly City by the Sea. <laughs> okay. And, uh, it's a great town. <laughs> great. Well, so, um, so you've had a lot of fans come up. What are you seeing most of them bring up for you to sign? Is there anything in particular? There's no most. I mean, I'm, I'm doing everything from stuff that I did back in the early 70s to contemporary material I did, I did you know, a month ago. Uh, lo- lots of stuff. Star Wars stuff, The Punisher, American Flag, the whole run. Uh, and, and what are you working on right now? Right now I'm working on a project which has not been announced yet, and I don't talk about stuff that hasn't been announced. Okay. Well, what about before that? Stuff that you have well, The last thing I did was uh, I did a Captain America one-shot uh, called America First, which is the, the 1950s Captain America. Uh, um, had a great time with that. I love doing the period stuff, and you know, just all that research is really entertaining. And I did Phantom Eagle, a World War One uh, aviator book, which is a treat. And before that, I did a run on the Punisher um, with uh, with Matt, Matt and Rick. Great stuff. Um, so I'm pretty busy, having a good time. Yeah, it seems, seems like you have been. I guess you're most noted for um, or that one Star Wars cover that I absolutely love from the first Star Wars one. I absolutely love that one. In fact, I think it's uh, the badges. It's the badges that yes. that uh, people have today. And you're wanted, aren't you? That's my son. Okay. No problem. Are we done? I just spoke to Howard Shaken and everything went great. He had to, uh, he got a call, so had to cut it short. But that, w- that was a real treat, getting to talk to Howard Shaken. I'm now walking the floor right now. Brad, I bumped into him just a little while ago. He's here with his daughter. Uh, bumped into Shano. Oh, there's the PA. Anyway, the show's going really well. And there you go. Just a little tidbit as to what, what was happening And like there. we said earlier, unfortunately, that was with one iRiver, the original iRiver we had. Then I then I arrived, yeah. 
and we started using the iRiver I had mm-hmm. for whatever reason. Huh. Um, and then, uh, unfortunately, Dan from San Ann, uh, will, the world will never know just how smart you really are. Um, yeah, that was a shame. Uh, the Dang the, the you know reason why we you, switched Dan, over. You should call and leave a voicemail <laughs> about it. <laughs> um, yeah, the reason why we switched over was that the uh, uh, iRiver I have is much older. Uh, it may be rock solid, but it doesn't record things in an in, in an MP3 well, file. That's right. You said it has. It's like a certain program. You it, it's use a, it's a proprietary it. file, so it's right. it's more difficult to work with. Huh? Yeah. Are they both literally it's, iRivers, or is one yeah? But like one's the, an earlier model. The one that I have okay. is an earlier model. Okay. Anyway, excited. Yeah, yeah, um, me and iTunes are we're like oil and water, baby. I don't know what that means. Oil and water don't mix. Oh yeah, yeah. You don't use iTunes? No, oh, you don't. don't have an iPod? Well, an iPod, I, not an MP3 player, but an no, iPod. I, I used to have an MP. I've never had an iPod. I oh. used. I at one yeah. point had. <laughs> no, 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 no. I uh, I don't plan on letting the. Uh, iPod technology ever shaved my coin purse? I'll tell you that right now. Oh, wow. is it because uh, is it uh, you just don't want uh, Bill, uh, you just don't want uh, Steve Jobs to get any of your money? Right. Okay. And I, um, I'm, I'm not. You know, a he he's a little fascist. I'm gonna say that. I'm gonna go out and say he is a fascist. By the way, get well soon, Steve. <laughs> um, uh, no, I, I had a, a creative uh, brand Zen. Uh, oh player. yeah! Like you've got the you've got a, a, a creative version of that, yeah. and uh, I'm a big fan of the creative line because you don't have to deal with iTunes. Yeah, you can pretty much just drag and drop stuff. It mm-hmm. can just you know just be straight MP3s. Doesn't have to be proprietary formats or doesn't have to you know nothing has to be converted. You know, I mean, you might have to convert from a WAV file on your CD to an MP3 yeah. of whatever size, but you know, no big deal. And I'm, you know, I'm sure the iPod wouldn't be that big a deal if someone had given me one for Christmas one year. I'm sure mm-hmm. I would have figured it out, and it wouldn't be, you know, it wouldn't be a thorn in my side or anything. But, but now I've, I've decided that I kind of like the creative. In fact, I, I know uh, what my, I know what my next MP3 player to be, but I won't bore you the details. Mm-hmm. Creative XY. So yeah, I got that going for me. <laughs> God, I just quit whining about your iPod. No, I know people are sick of it. Ratings are going down. So I'm worried about this Dallas, Com- this Con, Com- uh, Dallas Comic Con thing. Mm-hmm. Wizard's gone. You know, the Dallas Con gets smaller to me. I think it, it feels like it gets smaller. It's just, you know, I was there for less than three hours and I walked around the room like thrice. Well, you what's what interesting I mean? to me is that it seems like the the actual comic book scene, the, the scenesters, the hipsters on the scene, it seems like that is as strong as it's relatively ever yeah. been yeah. i mean it seems like you know there are as many people going to comic book shops today i mean i i still run to the comic book shops uh you know once a week or so and you know i've i don't think i've ever walked into one that uh was just empty and you know waiting for people um, um you, you know i i talked to two comic shop owners there keith and okay. a guy from lone star yeah They're just talking okay and um and you know, I ask him, so you know, with comedy the way it is, stuff like that. Right? How's that affecting you? And they go, "Has it? We're doing fine. Interesting. Sales aren't bad." And I go, "What about price hikes?" And they go, mm. "Prices have always gone up on comic books." Yeah. People balked when it went from you know fifty cents to sixty cents. There has got to be a point though, or there's just got to be that 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 mental line in the sand where you just go, "I cannot pay 
five stinking dollars for a comic book. Well, or God forbid it ever goes above that. Uh, you know, you know I, for, yeah, for it probably will. For purposes. Yeah. You know. Yeah, that's this, dark. It, this is four dollars. I know. This I know. Is, it says three ninety nine, mm-hmm. but I mean, you know, oh, yeah. three. Well, three doesn't sound so bad. I'm holding. I'm holding Final Crisis uh, Superman uh, Beyond 3D issue two of two, four fifty, my man. Wow, four fifty. Yeah, and I'm I'm not uh, not terribly happy about that. Now I do think that that issue, if anything, could be worth four dollar and fifty cent. That was that was a fine read. Um, But uh, but yeah, I know. I just. I, I certainly would like to think that the Dark Avengers will be a uh, will not be a four dollar title because I don't think I'll buy issue two if it is. Though I thought first, issue one was really interesting. The first three, at least three or four that have been solicited are three ninety nine. Oh, I'm, I'm pretty sure this is a three ninety nine book. <sighs> well, and they fooled me too because they they've done that. Um, uh, they did that with the um, uh, the Kingdom Come Superman, and they've done it with this issue. Where the, it looks like it's the size of a phone book, and mm-hmm. you go, well, okay, maybe three ninety nine or whatever, but at least it's huge. And you read through, and you go, man, this is awesome. You're halfway through it, and you're on, you're in the center spread, you know, the little um, staples looking up at you, and you go, this is awesome. I'm only halfway through this thing. And then you go another five or ten pages, and it ends, and you get, you know, something else takes oh. up the last ten, twelve pages of it. That's like, frustrating. It's a, it's a um, a preview of uh, was it Thunderbolts issue one twenty eight, something like that. Yeah. Um, uh, and so, yeah, the last five, six, eight pages, whatever it is, is the first five, six, eight pages of uh, Thunderbolts issue. And just like, why, you know, why do you do that to us? I mean, are, are they trying, you know, if if they're trying to make it worth it, I mean, obviously, they're trying to pimp their other titles. And I understand why you do that. You know, I, I understand the concept. Um, but um, I don't know. You know what? Uh, 19, one thing 20, that comic book shops have been doing lately, which I think is real cool, is giving 20, out the uh, those free books like they did it for um, uh, the Ultimate uh, Universe, the Ultimate Saga. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and they kind of they kind of did that with uh, DC Universe Zero. And they've done it with a couple other things. Maybe you can help me out with that. 33 story pages. Pretty good. Yeah. That's pretty, well, that, that's pretty salty. That includes the... Because yeah. what the, a normal the, comic the, book... The previously on okay. page. So 32... New yeah. story pages. And now back in the old days, 32 is pretty standard. Nowadays it's what, 22? 22. Okay. Yeah, I'm going to. Okay, About here's Green boot. Lantern for two ninety nine. I'm going to count the story pages in okay. this. Okay. One. All right. Two, three. So I'm digging the, uh, I'm also four, digging five. what's happening in that Green Lantern. I think uh, we were talking about Six. that before we got up and going. And, oh, yeah. Uh, and what issue is that? Jeez. Seven, that's eight. issue 37, 37, I think. And that's something Nine. I'm just not. Uh, 10, 11. You know. 12, 13. I hear it's great. You know, I hear you guys talk about great. 14, I just don't 12. get it. it I, mean, is. I, I don't mean I don't understand it. I mean, I don't 17. subscribe to it. It It is great, and I, I wish, you know, 20. I wish I had enough money to get the Green Lantern Corps to go back and get Green Lantern mm-hmm. back 22. issues. So there's 22 okay. story pages yeah. here. There's 32 in that Yeah. Dark Avengers. If all of the Dark Avengers stay at 32 pages of story as opposed to 22, right. is the extra dollar... It's easier to swallow the extra dollar yeah. price hike, yeah. but I, I don't know, you know, if it's going to remain 32 pages of art. You know, just uh, something interesting. I was actually talking to this girl. I was sitting down, at, taking a break, drinking my Sprite, and um, 
this girl started showing me her iPod, and she had on one of these motion comics. Have you guys seen these? You can download no. it from iTunes. Yeah, the Watchmen uh, comic is. You can get the motion comic. There, there's what? a whole bunch of the, it. It's it's very rough animation. It's okay. almost like they they take layers of a comic book. Yeah, and and you know, it, it's not real fluid movement, but it's almost like like a cut. Like, like it's, it's like, like a flash animation kind of almost, thing or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, like flash combined, combined flash with Terry Gilliam, and you get something like this. Yeah, but yeah. but a lot, but a lot nicer. But yes, you're on the right track. Okay. Very two D, very two D. Wow. You know, if if a couple of people were walking down the sidewalk, yeah. we wouldn't see their legs propelling them. We'd just see the them kind of okay. yeah. That's it. Wow. Like sliding, like they were on a moving sidewalk. Okay. You know, one of those deals without <laughs> their legs moving. So, but basically, they put a soundtrack to it audio and soundtrack and then they but huh. it was actually really neat she showed me a couple of batman uh comics she had on them and it was, it was kind of fun that's kooky the watchman mm-hmm. motion comic is kind of creepy because one guy does all the voices okay including the women voices yeah and when he does a woman's voice <laughs> Ooh, like no this. yeah it's kind of no really off that's putting. wrong it's whoever really you are putting. sir no, that's you, yeah, you don't, that's rule number one of, of talking is don't. Rule don't, number one. Yeah, don't fake out people with a fake girl voice if you're not a lady. You know? <laughs> you're not a lady. Yeah. Who's calling you? I don't know. It's a text oh, from my friend Rathine. It's not very exciting. Hey, Frank. buddy, you doing okay? Wow, that's, um. It's uh, it's pretty dense. You should uh, you should text him back. Say yes. LOL, IMHO, colon parentheses. <laughs> LOL, IMHO, colon parentheses. I wonder he'll, why uh, he's asking. He'll, he'll write you back with uh, spoiler just a alert. Of, yes, a series of question marks, and then we'll know our mission Excuse has been me accomplished. For yes, pardon us for texting. So. Yeah, the ADD is rampant in this episode, and I'm sorry for that. But yeah, so maybe we should uh, what end this and then do an episode that's a little more linear in fashion. Why Next. stop? Huh? Huh? What? What I say? <laughs> I really don't know what I just said. You said why stop? It was one really of, yeah. one of the filthiest things I have ever heard come out of another human's mouth, Frank. You just said why stop? What did that even mean? I don't know. Like why stop the episode? How long is this episode? I don't know. Um, We've got to be going on like three hours now. Well, let's like see. It. I can tell you. Oh, it's not bad. It's an hour, hour, three minutes. It's been so long. Oh, we've got to get out of here, man. I mean, I, I got nothing better to do. But uh, I brought the yeah. PlayStation with the Guitar Hero. Dude. I said I think we should uh, I think we should endeavor to do a slightly more linear episode uh, next. Not that why that's stop? Like that's what that was for. Like, why start? That's oh, what I meant to say. Not okay. why stop. Why start? Uh, that's what it was. Why still? I actually scared I s- myself because I didn't know why I said that. Still don't get it. I mean, why start being you know linear? Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> now that people are dorks. Wow. I I really need to mind my manners. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because the listener is precious to me. Precious. Precious. Yeah, I finally had to crack a window open. It's thirty-seven degrees outside, and I just opened a window. Yeah, I was getting kind of stuffy. I hope you guys kind of getting lightheaded. I know. I was getting lightheaded. Starting to smell like a gymnasium. You finally, (laughs) yeah, you need to break down. Have one of those Dr. Peppers uh, Frank brought over. Nope, not gonna do it. Over two months uh, soda free now. Take five and uh, and do that thing. I've lost weight. That's family soda, by the way. Hey, uh, before the uh, before the uh, episode is over, uh, happy birthday! Oh, thank you. That's for you. 
Oh my gosh! Yes, it is it. an unpopped <laughs> bucket of popcorn. You know what? Uh-huh. We should partake in this the next show. Well, I don't mind that at all. Right, don't mind do that, that a bit. We've also got regular popcorn that's not in a uh, theater bucket, and and there's uh, something else in there too. Oh, for there you. is, and uh, that is basically virtual. Oh, and a it's, gift card. It's Thank verging you. on joke gift. Um, it's a Madagascar. Um, <laughs> Thank you, Bill. Blockbuster card gift card. I picked that card out with my own grubby fingers. I think Zoe did. <laughs> it's no, I, I did. Thank and you. Yeah, boy, there's a whole five dollars on that. So you know, don't spend that in one place. Um, don't worry. <laughs> I won't. <laughs> I'm going to stretch it out over five years. Genius. Here dollar a year. I love that idea. You can put that bow anywhere you want, Frank. All right. How about here? Spend 25 cents. How <laughs> about right here? <laughs> yeah. Look at that. I like that. That's you shiny. like it right here? It's um, it's flattering, too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Bowhead. He's like some kind of sorority chicky or something. I think that's cute. Check the time. Don't want to do too long. <laughs> I'm a popular person. All right. Stop. Well, that was nice. Let's wrap it up. All yeah. right. Well, well, that's it for Half Hour Wasted. Be sure to be with us next week when we read email and be more linear. And, um, yeah, maybe we get into uh, Final Crisis or something. Uh, that'd be good. You know what? Know. We'll do a Final Crisis episode yes. when I'm not here. Okay, we'll see you. Wow. In the, we'll see you in two weeks, Brad. All right, Brad. Buddy. Bye. Good old Uncle no, Brad. Sir, sir, if y'all want to do a Final Crisis episode, yeah, might as well. nah, I I'll see. sit here and man the board, and I'll just read. The book I could or see. Something. I you want to read? You want to read uh, Red Lantern? So you can read that. I, I could see touching on it, but I'm not in the mood to. Uh, I'm not trying it to. It stopped itself. Oh, that was weird. That's odd. And it just started playing itself. It's a ghost machine, baby. This dadgum extension. This power supply. Uh-huh. Check me! Oh, you Sorry. scared me. Uh, <laughs> I think Jeez. I just wet myself. I've been playing this chess game. What in the? Oh no, it wasn't. It was just check. Never mind. <laughs> I thought I got checked. I think I soiled right. myself. <laughs> you scared me. Your fist came up. <laughs> we've got some. Uh, we got some pull-ups. Uh, in the background, so I'm sorry. I really thought I had checkmate there. Me? Have you been playing wow. chess while we've I've been, been playing recording? chess this whole time? This one game. It's Amazing. reflected in the quality of this episode. <laughs> I, I was wondering what happened. Um, now we know. I get sometimes, I, you know, I like to play a little game of chess. Yeah, me too. 972-798-3830. Call. The phone line works because we keep getting messages from Dan from San Antonio. <laughs> Who's a pleasant guy. And his wife is, is there too. Very nice. And, Dan. Uh, Thank you for the uh, the, the killer. Yes, thank Dr. you. Pepper, uh, neckwear. Let's all yes, let's I all tug on it for ten. I absolutely no, I appreciate that. <laughs> yes. <laughs> let's let's go. All right. All right. We'll see you next week on a half hour wasted. Thank you, Limp Biscuit.